Welcome to Love, Laugh, and Live, and tonight we are with Pastor Stephen L. Rogers. How are we doing tonight? I am awesome. Thank you for asking, Melissa. I am so excited um, about being here with you again. It seems like every time we come together, we bring such joy to ourselves. And when we come together, it always appeared that Holy Spirit has spoken to the both of us I know. about the same thing. And we don't see each other every day. We don't text every day. No. You know, we don't do any of that. So that lets me know that the Spirit of God is in all of us. And that is a divine connection. And that is a divine connection. Because I totally believe in divine connections, assignments, and appointments. And even tonight, the people that are listening, it is a divine connection. It doesn't matter where you are because spirit is spirit. So whoever listens to this podcast, it was meant to be. And I really, truly believe that. Um, I think we should share our audience about how we came to, to be here in this room. Okay. Tonight, we can't, he can't, you know, as usual, we meet, we, meet, we talk, and we, talk. we say, okay, what do you think we should go live about? Because we always have that moment of where we think it should be scripted. Yeah. And I think after tonight, maybe we should just tell our listeners that we are going to throw out that concept because every podcast that we've done has not been scripted. Exactly. And it's been a divine connection. And I just want them to know that tonight we tried to script it. Didn't work out. You know, it's very important. uh, And that's a good point because a lot of times we try to figure out in life in general Uh, that everything has to go a certain way. And especially when we have prayed and interceded and all of this, and we're trying to get an answer for God, from God, okay? (laughs) It's just like, and I I must share this, it's going to go right into what we're saying. It's just like um, I have, when I retired, okay, when I initially retired, when I was initially uh, retired, what happened was that um, because of a certain amount of money I can make, mm-hmm. okay, when you retire, you can only make a certain amount of money if you don't want it t- your taxes tampered with. I'll just put it that way. So I retired when I, when I was 62. Oh, wow. I'm 66 now. So you're back at it, though. Yeah, I'm back at it. But this is a good thing. Once you reach 66, you can make as much money as you want and your Social Security or your retirement won't be tampered with. Really? I didn't know that. So you can go ahead and make, you know, make that money and all of that without tax on your other. So I'm sitting up at school today or yesterday and I was going like, God, you know, I've been praying and I been been wanting to manifest more money, and uh, I've been doing the things to manifest the the six creative abilities that we've talked about previously on the podcast. And so I got into that, and I was believing God, and uh, I said, "You know what, God, you promised me more money. 
What do I need to do? And the Lord reminded me, you're 66, and I need you to go. I work for a school district. I need you to go to the school district and talk to your supervisor down there and tell her, you know, what, what God has told you. To make a long story short, money manifested. Awesome. And my salary went up so high because I do have a doctorate, but I couldn't get that doctorate money without getting penalized. But now you can but take now the at sixty six. You can take it. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. So, thank you. So that's just so showing that we we try to curve what God is going to do. You know, we're saying, okay, God, I know that you're going to give it to me, but I need to do something. And Holy Spirit is saying, no, you stay out of it. Let me do it because it's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by his spirit. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're flowing in the spirit. In the spirit. We're not saying, okay, I'm going to read this and read this and read this and read this, or I know it's going to come from here. No. That's not, we're, we're flowing, we're flowing with Holy Spirit, and I know that our audience is going to be blessed. Well, with that being said, I'm going to tell you and ask you if this has ever happened to you. Okay. I'll sit there and I'll try to deviate off of it. Like, I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do this because I think this is, you know, thank you, God, for that. But I think I could just tweak it a little bit. And then I hear this voice that says, um... Um, how does that work out for you? And you kind of did that before. How did that work out for you? I get, I, I mean, I get this little teeny voice that said, how did it work out for you? And then I have to, if I'm going to be honest with myself and my spiritual self, I have to go not so well. And that leads me to a moment where there's, I have to forgive either myself or someone else. Mm-hmm. Because the little teeny voice, as you call it, it's really not a Latini voice. Matter of fact, it's a very powerful voice, uh, and it's the voice of God. However, we must learn to know that the voice of God is very sweet. The voice of God is very gentle. And um, I will say that, again, according to who you are, and if you're really hard of hearing the voice of God, you know, you probably hear rumbling because that's how... God can get your attention. Uh, but with your personality, um, you, you, you're very stern, you're very firm, but you have a sweet voice and a sweet disposition. And I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's funny you should say that because since I've met you in the last few months, I've been uh, more in tune to my spiritual gifts. Yes. And I, I have to be honest, um, I kind of got, especially after my mom passed away, I got a little bit nervous about calling out a God's voice because I was like, what does God really sound like? Is it me? Is it a gentle voice? I mean, what does it really sound like? So in those last few months, I've gotten a little ritual, but it's actually helped me. And I've been like, okay, I'm going to call it. I'm going to make sure I'm calling on the right God. (laughs) 
Can I say something <laughs> that? Can I say something to that? Uh-huh. From experience, the voice of God sounds just like you. I know, but even still, I want to, I mean, I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be extra careful here. I'm like, okay, God of Moses, God of Jacob, God of, God of Job, God of, you know, no, that's the voice I want and only that voice. Yeah, and that's the only voice you're going to receive if you ask for God. If you ask for God, that's the only voice that you're going to receive. First of all, the scriptures say that the father knows the voice of his children. So he can hear you. So he can hear you. No matter what you say. He's he's going to. I, I look at it as sometimes, um, you know, when you bake a cake mm-hmm. and you take the flour and you sift it. Mm-hmm. You know, God is so awesome and almighty and infinite that out of all of the the voices, the spirit that God hears, he knows yours. So there there is no deception there. So you don't what you're saying, um, and I'm kind of talking for the audience. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about deception if you really are in the moment of when you say you have to be in a certain emotional feeling at the time? No. Do you honestly think that you can find him if you're in a rage? I don't think that we can find him in the rage uh, because the rage is the drama. I, I do think that he can find us in the rage. He can find us in the storm. But it's very difficult for us to know that he's there, there because of we get into the, the human part of us and, and we're, we're, we're hearing everything but God. I know, and you can get so into that head voice. Yeah, because the scripture says, stand still and know. <laughs> but so many of us don't stand still. I mean, you get a little fear, and I'm going to be honest. I, I've suffered from panic attacks. You get a little fear, and that fear can become obsessive. But we also, we have to realize that God is not like man. So we're going to have those moments of fear. We're going to have those moments of doubt. We're going to have those moments of anxiety. Uh, I consider myself a strong man of God, and I walk by faith. Uh, However, when I can't see, see that I can pay my car note, I get, I get real. I don't want them coming to pick my car up. So I'm trying to figure out from the next payday to the next payday, you know, and when God, and that's just us. When you just have to let it, how does a, a spiritual person just give it to God? Be them. That's how a spiritual person just give it to God. A spiritual person will say or to pray to God or ask God for something or tell God of a need because God already knows in the first place. Okay, so I have found out that the best thing for me to do is to stop asking so much and to find my peace. And I find my peace through praise because I believe that when I praise him, he comes to me. But wherever it, I am. Uh, and that's interesting because doesn't that bring in 
the emotional scale. You have to you have to raise your by praise. You're moving from overwhelmed and rage and irritation, and you're now moving into praise and gratitude. You are moving into that, and, and while you're moving, easier to yeah, hear him. While you're moving into that, then he's moving closer to you. Exactly. So, back to. It, it, it kind of is going up an emotional scale then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I have to agree with that. It's yes. like giving, it's like if I had a gift and it's like I have to hand it over mm-hmm. and then I receive a gift because I know I'm going to receive a gift. If mm-hmm. I hand my over to God, you know you're going to receive something. Mm-hmm. You might have to wait and it might just be peace at that moment but you're going to receive something don't you think I think you're going to receive something and I also want to say this we have to be taught to and you hear me saying it all the time we have to be taught because knowledge is good we have to be taught um, there's a process and you have to be in position to receive God uh, there was one time uh, we were in the name and claim it. You know, we just say, we say, we name it and claim it and walk around the car. I've done it. Walk around the car nine times, you know, and, and, and then the tenth time or whatever, put your hand on the car and tell God you have it. Well, it's, it's kind of like not that simple, but simple because really it's according to your faith. All right. So if your faith is there, well, my face wasn't there. I didn't get the car. I didn't get, you know. But how I did manifest the car and everything else that I want and ever wanted, how I do manifest is that I have to be in position. First of all, one of the key things to manifesting what God already has for you mm-hmm. is to forgive. That's that's one of and you might get you can hold on to stuff and hold on to it, and you're not going to get the full benefit of what God has for you. Can you tell a listener out there um, maybe just a small glimpse of how it is to not only forgive but release it? Because I don't, I think any and one of us can forgive, but it's, it's, um, it's having to release the forgive. Yes, I'm the one to talk about that because, uh, can I be honest with, yeah, I want to be honest with the audience because, uh, you know, if you do something to me, it's kind of hard for me to forgive and release and let go, even though I know it's best for me. Well, you know, that, that brings me to an interesting point because, you know, we've talked about it and we've let the audience know a lot of, I'm, I'm like a mini-me to my mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't feel like I'm her because obviously, yeah, she would never do some of the things I've done. Right. <laughs> and, right. um, but the good news is I remember one time that, uh, things were a little difficult in our life and it was a pretty rough time. Mm-hmm. And we had a reoccurring situation that kept happening and I would watch my mom and I would... I just watch her reaction every time it happened Mm -hmm. because you could tell that she was remembering the past. Mm -hmm. You could tell it. Mm -hmm. And you could tell because I was so close to my mom that when she would react to this individual, 
it wasn't my typical mom. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because she was like, okay, we're going to go visit and get some wise counsel. And I'm I'm not going to say what religion we went to because one thing that I really um, honor that my mom always said is if you're really spiritual you should have to guess what re- you should you shouldn't you should just know that they're spiritual yes exactly so I, I'm gonna for that sake and to keep the podcast the way that that Let's we're doing do that. yes uh, we went to this particular person and my mom said you know I know I'm supposed to forgive there's a passage in the Bible that 70 times, and she just went on and on, and, and I thought, Mom, if you keep saying this 70 times, 70 times, 70 times, 70, you're really not giving this guy time to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she got all done, and she said, I know I rambled, but I just have tried that that many times, <laughs> and I will never forget the guy's look. He looked at her, and he said, you did it that many times? And she's like, yes, and it's not working. It's not working. We have to learn that it's a daily thing. Well, I liked his response. Mm-hmm. Yes. This person's response was phenomenal, and it's stood with me for for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. He looked at her and he said, You know, I've known you and your family for a long time. I know where you go, and I know that you find spiritual food in a lot of different places, and I've always admired you for that. So I'm going to tell you this. Forgiveness is a wound. You know, somebody stabs you once. Right. And you got to, you know, it's going to bleed. Right. It's literally going to bleed. Right. You're going to tend to it. Right. You're going to say your prayers. Mm -hmm. You're going to ask for forgiveness. You're going to forgive. You're going to mend it. But here's the deal. Every single wound that we have to our body has scar tissue. Yes, it does. And if you literally get hit in the same place, that scar tissue is going to be thicker. But if it goes deeper, it's going to hit the same wound. And it's going to take a little longer. It's going to take a little harder because it's going through scar tissue. And we are around whoever offended us. Now, that works both ways because you can't stand over here or I can't stand over here and say, well, somebody, you know, always offended me, but I never offended anybody. Yes, we have. It works both ways. So, therefore, we do have to daily, you know, forgive. One, One thing that I have found out that works for me is that I send love to whoever offended me. Well, that's kind of what this person said. They literally said that how you fix an emotional, spiritual wound, Mm -hmm. your Band-Aid is love. Mm -hmm. So the more that you put love over it, the faster it's going to heal. And then I receive love. Then I tell God, God, I receive love because I can be hateful and mean and and all of those things and I can hurt people's feelings and I can you know so God I receive love for me which is another thing we we're gonna have to be taught how to love ourselves oh man so many people don't and I I'm gonna be honest with you I self-worth and worthiness Mm -hmm. um that is a hard thing when you're a peacemaker I've always considered well 
I've always been labeled the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And being, and actually feeling like that's what I go about and do, I think you kind of get to a point where you, that becomes an issue for a peacemaker. It, it becomes an issue. However, Melissa, we must know that we are prophetic people. We have to know that we are word people, okay? The Bible says that life and death is in the power of your tongue. We don't talk to ourselves enough. We don't tell ourselves that, you know, I'm, I'm wonderfully made, you know, and God is my creator and he has created. See, we need to start opening up our mouths and talk about ourselves because as we talk about ourselves, then the power of God builds us up because the power of God is on the inside of us. And instead of, you know, I'm a pastor, so, and, and, and life coach and speaker and all of that. And a lot of times I'll ask the, the audience to open up your mouth and say something and they'll be like, you know, or, you know, just say something wonderful about yourself and you look out over the audience and there are people that can't say anything they don't know because how. they don't know how. Well, see, and, and I actually, every morning we do decrees and declares, and one of them under the Bible verse, and I'm not really good about remembering. Exactly. I understand. But there's one in Romans uh, that tells you to speak life, speak yes, encouragement. Speak yes. And I think of that throughout the day because I meet somebody and I see them discouraged in that verse. Maybe not the actual which one it is, but I think Romans. Uh-huh. It's kind of like funny. I think Roman. And then I, I find myself speak some speak some encouragement to that person. You know, that that is so important that we do speak encouragement to people or do something nice for people, which brings something that happened to me this morning. On my way to work, I'm usually, I usually have my praise and worship music on and, you know, um, yes, I speak in tongue uh, for those that don't believe in it. It's okay. But anyway, I believe in it. So I'm speaking in tongue and I'm praising God and, and all of this. And so I stop at the store to get something. And the owner of the store, because it was like 7 o'clock this morning, the owner of the store was opening up. It was a female. And so there's an ice uh, uh, machine or whatever on the outside where you pick up the bags of ice. And so I got out of the car, and she said to me, will you pull two bags of ice out of this bin for me? I can't get it. And I'm going like, Lady, the natural me, lady, please, (laughs) Uh, do what? And then I thought about it. I said, okay, God, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. And because I just got out of this awesomeness. So how would that have looked to me that I would not assist this lady? Speak words of encouragement. Yeah, speak words of encouragement, you know. And uh, she said, well, oh, I'll take care of it. I said, no, you don't have to take care of it. I said, I'm going to the store and buy something when I get the ice for you. You know, so we have, going back to hearing the voice of God, the voice of God will speak simple things just to see if you are going to obey. And to obey brings me to another thing, which is that 
if you're going to manifest anything, you have to obey the voice of God in whatever he tells you to do. I'm going to be honest with you. That happened today to me. And and, and uh, to anyone that's listening, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real, because that's what we always yeah we are. like that. And I I had went to the store, and that was kind of interesting with the M and M's. And then I get it. I'm driving down the road. And I'm coming back here, and I hear this voice. It's I said, go to you know go get a treat. And I was like, God, I haven't had one of those in a long time. So I actually went to. Um, Baskin Robbins, and I went in, I placed my order, and this lady walked in, and I was standing at the counter, and she, and I was like, I'm going to be honest, I was irritated, because I was like, lady, how long does it take you to make a drink? Because, I mean, I had been there for a long time, and I'm thinking to myself, why did I stop here? Why did the voice tell me to stop here? Why, why is it taking this long? And yeah, it had all these whys. And then all of a sudden, this lady walked in, and, and I'm down by the counter, and this lady still hasn't made my drink. And I'm kind of irritated in my mind. And I hear this voice that says, buy that lady's drink, or buy that lady that just came in. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do that. And I heard this voice, well, why can't you? I was like, I'll look strange. <laughs> and and uh, I was like, this. I'm going to be real to the audience. This battle went into my head, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I put these stipulations on it. I was like, okay, well, if she orders, if this woman would get off my drink <laughs> while it's blending and take this order, then I'll know, how, I'll know what this lady orders, and then I can, you know, when she comes down here to finally give me my drink and I pay for it, then I can say, okay... What that lady just ordered, put it on my thing. Okay, well, that didn't go so well. And I heard the voice say it wasn't going to go that way. And I was like, but that's the only way I can do this. You know, because I'm not looking strange here. <laughs> I don't even know this lady. <laughs> and, you know, and, and this other lady knows I've been irritated. So why would I do that? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm thinking, and I'm reasoning this in my head, seriously. I, I, I want you to do something, and the audience, if you're where you can. Put your right hand on yourself and say after me, I am human. I am human. Okay, so <laughs> the lady comes down, and, 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 and I'm like, don't give me my drink now. Go help her. <laughs> now you do what I want? And she's like, so she... Gives me the total, and I put my card in, and I'm like, this is not working out. Because <laughs> remember, I've given my stipulation. So I was like, okay, so I sign off on it, and, I'm st- and I still hear this voice that says, are you not going to do what I asked you to do? And I was like, how am I going to do that? I only have a card. I mean, I, I, what am I supposed to do? Just hang out? <laughs> when the lady gets down here, I just, like, butt in? And, and so I'm like, okay. I finally give it up. I'm like, okay. I'll look like a retard, but okay. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice that said, but how did you and your mom used to do this? And how, in the, in the years that you've tried to connect to your mom, how'd you do that? I said, well, I had cash. That's a no-brainer. Cash is good. And it said, well, what makes you think you don't have cash? 
And I was like, because wow. I, because I never carry cash. Wow. wow. And and so I'm sitting there seriously, and and of course. To let our audience know, this woman is still really slow. So she really hasn't taken this lady, this next lady's order. So it's like this much time is, is going on. So he actually stalls time. So then I look inside, and I was like, I don't have cash. And so I look inside my wallet, and I'm be dang if I didn't have it. And I was like, okay, now what do I do with it? And it was like, do it like you always do. I was like, well, that was all I mean, I've always done it anonymously. Well, didn't didn't God put uh, money in a fish mouth? Yeah, but <laughs> I know. Yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> I know. But then I was like, I got to do this anonymously. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so if I but I want to go back to the miracle. That's true. The okay. money was there. The money was there, and when, I swear I didn't and have any. You didn't have any money. No, but it was so, in there. That's the reason I said did not did God put coins money in the fish's mouth. Okay. Yes. So what we're saying here is that and I'm and I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish, is that God did a miracle in you because I didn't really there was that. some money that you didn't, didn't know, know I had. that you had. So he used the miracle in you. To bless someone else. And and that's an interesting because you're right. Because to, to be real, the reason I used the card was because I usually don't have any don't money have any in money. there. So I didn't even think to... So obedience yeah. played into it a lot. Yeah, even to where I couldn't do it anonymously. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of how I could just drop this money, mm-hmm. you know. And... There really wasn't a way that I was going to do that anonymously because the woman didn't. I mean, she was butt up against the counter. The other lady was talking. If I'd have left it on the counter, the lady would have came over because it was right next to a tip jar. And you and I both know it would have went into the tips. So listening to the voice of God was different. Was different. But it was, but you're right. I, I didn't, but it was also. Uh, how do I want to say it? It was it was cool because it was a dialogue. It was not you know, and being a coach and an, of acting, there's a difference between a monologue and a dialogue. Mm-hmm. So it was actually a dialogue. I was actually, and I finally got up the courage. I was brave. I've been doing this thing about be brave, and I was brave. And I walked up to the lady and I said, "Here, this is for you." And she looked down, and the other lady looked at me. And I might have wanted to stay around, but I'm going to be really honest. I really like to do things anonymously, and anyone that knows me knows I like it. So I was like, boom! (laughs) So I'm going to be really honest. I have no idea what they said, did, or whatever. I was out of there so fast that you, yeah. But you were were obedient. Yes. And it wasn't the appearance of what people saw. It was what God wanted you to do because without a doubt, when God wants us to do something and he's saying, you know, be obedient, do this and do this and do this. So that means that you should expect a miracle to happen in your life again. Uh, yeah. 
There's no way because you planted a seed. There's no way that you can plant a seed and it doesn't and the harvest does not come up. But I did run away. <laughs> I was like, here. Yeah. No, no, no. Your body ran away. Your spirit didn't go anywhere. Your body ran away. And that's what we need to understand is that there's the human part of us and there is the spirit part of us. Well, then can I share what I really said in the yes. car? I was like, for anybody that knows me, this is kind of funny. I, I got in the car, turned the car, and I was like, well, I got to back up fast because, you know, I, I'm not, I, I, you know, what if she gets done? And so I'm trying to back up fast, and traffic's like, you know, not exactly allowing me to pull out of the parking spot. So I'm like, and then I stopped for a minute. I was like, okay. I'm just going to stop for a second because that was really cool. I actually was brave and I and it was new. Oh. It wasn't I was a non I didn't have to be anonymous. You know, all these times I think that when I do a special thing a lot of times I don't do it for people to know. I really almost prefer that they don't know and that was a lot of the battle today was how do I do it and no one know that I'm doing it. But I got in that car, and I have to be honest with you. <laughs> After I went still, I thanked God for giving me the opportunity. I thanked him for that amazing feeling that I had for actually giving it to somebody. And it was for a treat. It wasn't like for a like, you know what I mean? And you had the money. Yeah, and I had the money. And I did thank him for that. And I was like, but if I said, I could get used to this. I need, wow. I, need, I need cash in my purse at all times. I could get used wow. to this. Wow, so what you're saying is that when we bless people, it makes us happy too. Yeah, I mean, I literally, the first thought that I had after I gave the praise and the thanks and, and, and was, Lord, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I could get used to this. So if you just want to put a few more dollars yes, in my purse, yes, yes. I will gladly do this. This was really cool. I may never know, but this felt really good. And you do know that when you ask, it's going to happen. Well, I'm going to urge other people to do it because it really felt good. Yeah. I, I want to add on to that urge. I want to urge people to start practicing listening for the voice of God. Um, Holy Spirit is a great teacher. And Holy Spirit is not going to overwhelm you. Holy Spirit will give you a little easy task just to see if you can hear the voice and to see if you're going to be obedient and brave. Because it was, I'm going to be honest, I felt um, it took bravery because there's a part of me that it wasn't, and I'm not going to say that doing random things like that I don't do because I was brought up doing that. But doing them not anonymously and doing them to where you they know where you know that was a new experience but I do I do I do hear what you're saying because I would have cheated myself out of that all yeah and and I had so many reasons and I was irritated mm-hmm. I and I, I I literally was almost ready to leave that store and tell that lady to forget my drink because she wasn't making it. And for all of the people that are listening, for those of you that are saying that God does not speak to me, I beg the difference. God is always speaking to you. 
You just have to be in the place to hear. And again, like I said, simple things. Um, like now we're talking. So God is talking to you. Not that we're God, but things are coming into your spirit as we talk. And I'm sure some of the audience is going, oh, yeah. Oh, that was God. Oh, I missed it. It's okay to miss it. Because the next time you might The not. next time. Okay. And again, I, I have to let our audience know that this isn't this isn't even scripted. No, it's not scripted. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here actually laughing at Melissa as she tells this because it is so funny. And me knowing her, you know, is like you, I wasn't you really, gonna you show really that. Did that. Really, Melissa, come on. No. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really gonna. I mean, seriously, I wasn't gonna share yeah. that. And, um, but can I share that we actually said a prayer before we we went yes, live? Yes, please share. And in our prayer, uh, Pastor Stephen had said, "Let the voice come through us, and let us just speak what is given from our spirit to speak." So it's been really interesting because I was like, oh, I'm going to willingly do this. Mm. This is cool. And I willingly did Wow. So I urge everybody, you know, kind of get into that mode. Will, be wow. willing. Wow. That is that is awesome. That is so awesome. Um, I, I, I really have a prayer. I don't know if we're about to end or not, but I, I really want to pray for um, our audience tonight. I want them to receive. I want them to know that God will hear and is hearing uh, and will answer your prayers. I, I feel um, it's not a heaviness in my spirit that I feel. It's just people are yearning for something different. People are yearning uh, for their prayers to be answered and wondering if God really heard me. You know, I have questions. Uh, it could be about your finances. It could be about your job. It could be about your relationship. Um, it could be about anything. Um, I attended a wake this weekend, and I'm sure that the people, the family, and the people, including myself, uh, had questions because of the way this young man left this earth. Well, you know, um, I'm going to, because I do want to hear more about death and things, I'm going to actually urge our audience to stay tuned to part two. And yes. if you don't mind, I'm going to actually have us in this one and then we will literally if you're listening we will literally stop this one it will go up on on our his on the page on facebook it'll be under pastor stephen l rogers at five in one bridge yes uh you'll be able to find it make sure that you listen to us entirely and then immediately look for the part b please do that please do that and, in, and any questions that you have, the pastor's page is an excellent platform for you to share, comment. Please do that. <laughs> uh, I will let you know that 
the YouTube channel is, is going to be started pretty soon, so you'll have another... We're we are so excited about everything that um, you're putting together, uh, you and the team, uh, because we're looking forward to the YouTube. We're looking forward to... Uh, the seminars, we're looking forward to meeting you guys sometimes face-to-face. -face. Uh, it's, it's just so much that's in, that we're, we're doing that's so exciting. And I have to stay very calm because I'll get excited and tell things before it's time to tell them. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was just about ready to give away the house right along with you. So, you know, I'm getting this urge that's being told, hey, let's end in a prayer, and then we will immediately close off this one and meet us back on part part B. Yes. Father God, we thank you so much for this time uh, to our listeners. We thank you that you, that your spirit uh, drew them to the podcast. Father, I thank you because I know that you're doing wonderful and marvelous things in their lives, even though they might can't see it or feel it right now, but just knowing that you're God and knowing that when we ask, it shall be given. God, I ask you to show yourself strong in every area of their lives, no matter what it is, God. God, make them smile. Do something miraculous in their lives. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. Father God, make their spiritual ears sensitive to hear what you have to say to their spirits. We thank you for their obedience, God. We thank you for the love. Someone needs love right now and, and, and want to know that that their love. I want to tell you, I haven't seen you. I don't know you, but I want to let you know that you are loved. I want to let you know that whatever you're going through, God's going to bring you through it. You're going to have a breakthrough. That means that you're going to come through it, whatever it is. God bless the children, bless their families, um, their surroundings, God. Let there be increase in their lives. There's so much more, God, but you know the need of the people. So I stand in the gap and I ask you to do again wonderful and marvelous things. We know that it is so and it's already done. So it is. So it is. Thank you so much. And again, stay tuned for part two.